on today's show, I am going there about the scale. But look, I'm giving some personal testimony right now so you understand the foundation and the backstory to why I'm so passionate about this and that I do have a very poor history with the scale. So when I was in college, Randy and I cheered, my husband and I cheered uh, in college and we worked for an organization. We traveled, we taught college cheer camps, we did performances. And we were when we were in the thick of performances, I found myself getting to a place where I was on the scale all the time because the lighter I was, the higher the guys could throw me. And I really let that dictate how much food I could eat in a day. Looking back, I realized that was actually, even though I wasn't clinically diagnosed with anorexia, it was definitely some version of that simply because I thought I looked really good. But if you saw a picture of me from then, which I couldn't even tell you where to find that picture at this point, I I think they're in a pile in a closet. I don't even know. I just looked ill. I was scrawny. My face was gone. My my stomach wasn't flat. It was concave. I didn't look right. But in my mind, that was the picture of health because then I was a quote better cheerleader. And just let me just say that the organization we worked with was amazing. Coaches were amazing. Nobody made me feel that way. This was very self-inflicted. So that was the beginning of a really rotten relationship with the scale. And as I began to let myself, when we weren't performing, to gain and to just be a normal weight from a height, I'm five foot tall, I was 98 pounds during performance season. As I let myself gain, well, that now I'm gaining. So what does that mean? Does gaining mean I'm gaining a bunch of fat? I just didn't know. So when I began to have an interest in health and fitness and I started into my, um, my, my undergraduate program and then later my master's program, I started to understand human anatomy and human performance and specifically human athletic performance. And by athletic performance, I just mean when you're when you're wanting to exercise, when you're wanting to get healthy, when you're wanting to lift weights athletically, right? So physiologically, what is happening with the body? So as I began to understand that, I realized, you know what those numbers, wow, was that jacking with my head because they were telling me I was fat when actually at that period of time, I was packing on a bunch of muscle because of the routine that I was doing. So I was able to start putting boundaries around myself in the scale. And here I am at 50 years old, I may get on the scale once a month, maybe. I forget we even have it. It's just, you know, you see something in your bathroom and it's in the same place for so long. You don't even think about it anymore. That's how it is with my scale. I just don't have that same pull. I have very healthy boundaries now, but I didn't for a long time. It really, really messed with my head and it totally told me who I was to my inner core. If it was up two pounds, I was a bad person. If it was down two pounds, I was a good person. That is jacked up, but that is very normal and it is very common, but it is very unhealthy. So I just want you to know why I'm so passionate about this topic. I have a history with it. I have a history with the scale and now I have a good relationship with the scale because it's a touch base. It is not my litmus test for how my body is changing. My clothes tell me that better than anything else. A measuring tape tells me that better than anything else. But honestly, it's just not important in my life anymore. So I wanted to give you some foundation for the rest of this program so that you know I do have a personal testimony about this because I didn't talk about it in the show. And later I thought, I didn't even share this part. Let me go back and share so so that you have the foundation and the backstory. Okay, that's it. I hope you enjoyed today's program. I think you're going to gain a lot of value from it. And what I hope is that you're going to gain some freedom. Here we go. 
you know as well as I do that our modern day living has a negative impact on our bodies. The lining of our mouths, our sinuses, lungs, and gut, it's called the mucosa, and it actually houses 80% of our immune system. And it's our first line of defense against everything we inhale and ingest from the outside world in this modern day and age that we live in. Our exposures like diet and chemicals, they cause these barriers to break down, allowing harmful particles to enter the body. Bovine colostrum has been shown to strengthen the body's barriers and create a tight seal that prevents threats from crossing into the bloodstream, protecting us from inflammation. So there's a company that I trust and I've been using and I wanted to introduce you to. They're called Armra, A-R-M-R-A. Armra colostrum offers benefits from both health and performance while restoring the microbiome to create an environment of health, both inside and outside the body. Armor uses technology that preserves over 200 functional nutrients in the most pure and bioavailable form. Colostrum has been shown to strengthen the immunity, support sleep, boost metabolism, improve mood and focus, enhance skin and radiance. Hello, ladies. We love that and so much more. So I want you to try this out and you're going to get a discount if you use the code Lisa Lou. You're going to get a 10% discount. So you're going to go to tryarmra.com. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com. Use the code Lisa Lou, L-I-S-A-L-O-U and try it for 10% off. And after you've been trying this for a good month, I want to hear from you. I want to see what your results are, how you're feeling, how your gut is feeling, and just how your health may be improving overall. So be sure to drop me a DM. That's tryarmra, A-R-M-R-A.com. Use code Lisa Lou for 10% off. Today, we're going to talk about our relationship to the scale. And before I go on, I don't want you to think that I'm anti-scale. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to have a call to action for everybody to go throw away their scale and let's post it on social media. That's not what this is about. I'm really passionate about this topic because in almost 31 years of working with thousands of women in the health and fitness industry, I've actually met very few who have a really healthy relationship with their scale. And in fact, if we're all being really honest, we've all had at least at that one time, and if we're being really, really honest, we can probably not even count how many times that we've gotten on the scale and either felt jubilee because it's going in the direction we want it to or complete depression because it's not going in the direction we want it to. And so what I want to do is bring awareness to what is going on with our bodies, especially when we start a new workout program or maybe we're in a different phase of our cycle during the month if you're still having a cycle. So so what is happening and why might that number not be an accurate, accurate representation of your progress? I'm going to give you three reasons. Number one, water weight. So when you start a new workout routine, your body may retain more water than usual to help repair and rebuild your muscles. Uh, this, this is temporary though. So this doesn't last a long time, but this temporary water weight can show up on the scale as an increase in weight. And that's because when your muscles are damaged during exercise, your body sends extra fluid to that area to repair and to rebuild the tissues. So, you know, how many times do we start a new program and then we hop out of that program because, man, the scale's going up. It must not be working. So that fluid can remain in your body for a short period of time and cause temporary water weight gain. That's a very normal adaptation to a new training regimen, especially if it's strength training. 
So number two is muscle gain. So again, muscle gain through um, through some kind of resistance training. As you work out, hopefully you're going to start to build muscle mass. This is a good thing. We want to build muscle mass. So while muscle is denser than fat, meaning it takes up less space in the body, it still weighs more than fat. My husband and I used to own Too Many Time Fitnesses, and we had some little models, fat models, like a three pound and a five pound, I believe is what we had, just so that you could see and hold and feel what it was like. What does three pounds of fat look like in your body? How much space does it take up? And it's really shocking. You think three pounds, that just doesn't sound like much, but when you're holding it in your hand, you're like, wow, this is a large mass, and five pounds obviously was even larger. Then you can have a muscle model, and that same weight, three pounds or five pounds, takes up this much, much, much smaller space, yet it weighs the exact same. So what happens when you are strength training, when you are resistance training, when you are gaining muscle mass, that scale may be staying the same or even going up a little bit. However, your body composition is changing. Muscle being denser, taking up less volume, less space than fat does, your body is going through a recomposition, which is what we all really want. Now, a lot of us want to see those numbers go down on the scale, and we're going to talk about that here in just a few minutes. But if it if we just really peel back the layers, we just want our bodies to look better, right? So why are we so tied to the numbers? Again, we'll talk about that in a minute. So if you're gaining muscle while you're losing fat, the number on the scale may not budge much or go up slightly. What does that do to your psyche? Does that make you wanna keep lifting? If it makes you wanna stop lifting, that's a problem. Muscle mass is metabolically active and requires more energy to maintain than fat which means that building muscle can increase your metabolism and help you burn more calories at rest. Ladies, we need muscle. We need it to not only burn more calories at rest, because that's just super cool, but also so that we can age independently, so that we can be strong, so that we can functionally move our bodies through space in a way that is not going to hurt us, that we're, it's going to help us prevent injury. Being strong and having muscle mass has so many advantages that I'm going to do a whole podcast just very specifically on that. But let me just tell you right now, when you are adding strength, when you are adding muscle, the scale is, that's when it is the biggest liar. It is just not telling you, it's not telling you, hey girl, your body composition's changing. It's saying, hey girl, you're just getting heavier. And what does that do to us? All right. And the third the third reason that you may be seeing that number go up is simply hormone fluctuation. So if you're still cycling, depending on where you are in your cycle, then your estrogen level can be up or down. And when your estrogen levels fluctuate, water retention and bloating can happen as well, which will create a temporary increase in weight on the scale. So if you get on the scale on a day, where where you have that extra uh that extra water retention you have that extra bloating and you are discouraged because by golly you've been eating right and you've been working out hard again not an accurate representation it's just where you are in your cycle so please please keep that in mind too and many of us know 
when we're about to start our period, of course, we're going to be more bloated. Of course, we're going to be heavier, but that can happen at other times in the month too. And especially during perimenopause, things can just start getting really wonky. And maybe it's not just right before you start your period. Maybe it's two weeks before. Maybe it's the whole month for a while, right? So again, we just have to keep in mind that hormone fluctuations definitely affect the scale. And those typically are temporary ups and downs. So we want to keep that in mind. Okay, here's where I want to bring this whole topic home. If you're someone who's like, but I love my scale. I get on it every single day. And yes, it makes me either feel blue or it makes me feel amazing. I want I want to give you this analogy, this little story, okay? And I don't know that I've ever shared this on the podcast. I've definitely shared it on social. And I share this with my clients often to just see where their head is. Okay, so you come to me and you say, Lisa, I, I, I need a health coach. I need someone to help me um, lose weight. I want to lose weight because that's what every single woman tells me. I shouldn't say that. 98% of women say, I want to lose weight. And when we start talking about it, what they actually want to do is is go through body recomposition. They want to be smaller so that their clothes are smaller. They want to fit into things they used to have years ago, right, that they can't fit into anymore. But what they say is, I want to lose weight, okay? So you come to me and you say, Lisa, I want to lose weight. I'm like, okay. And, and for whatever reason, I'm not going to delve into it. And we're not going to peel back layers. I'm going to say, okay, you want to lose weight. Great. We go through a a workout routine and we get your nutrition in check and we do some mindset and we do all the things that I do with my clients. And three months later, and, and, and during this whole time, let me back up and say during this whole time, you were not allowed to get on the scale. You had no scale in your possession whatsoever, okay? So three months later, you get up in the morning and you're like, this is the day I get to wait. And you go look in the mirror and you're like, oh my gosh, those, you know, 15, 20, 30 pounds, whatever it was, that must have just fallen off of me because I look absolutely incredible. I feel amazing. And Lisa Lou went and put my scale back in the bathroom. So I'm going to run and I'm going to see what that number is. And you run into the bathroom and you get on the scale and it's exactly where it was three months ago. You had not lost 15, 20, 30 pounds. You hadn't lost a pound. That scale says exactly what it did when you came to me. Putting yourself in that situation right there, what just happened to you inside? Do you feel like a little party you just died? Were you like, whoa, that's depressing Or were you like, so I got the body that I was after. I'm able to fit in the clothes I wanted to fit in. I feel absolutely amazing. I've got all this lean muscle mass and I'm strong. Which which way did you lean? And you know you, okay? You know you. You can't talk back to me right now, but you can't lie to you. You know yourself. How did that feel when I said the scale didn't budge? after three months. How did that feel? That is how you know where you really are with your relationship with your scale. Because if you felt, I really don't care how I looked, I want the scale to match how I look, then that means you are putting 
way too much credence in those numbers, way too much importance, and you're out of balance. And that's really, um, it, it really is very important that you're honest with yourself and you look at that. Because what I don't want you to do is spend the rest of this precious life we have on this emotional roller coaster when what we ultimately truly want is healthy, vibrant, strong bodies that we feel good in, that we feel like we look good in. Because be honest, we we all want to look good. There's nothing wrong with that. But we ultimately want to be strong so we can get on the floor with our grandkids or our future grandkids at 80 and 90 years old and still be driving ourselves. That is the ultimate goal. So why spend this precious life on this emotional roller coaster for something that is not even telling you the truth? That is my point today. So I just implore you, I beg you, I am pleading with you, be honest, take yourself back to that story, go back and listen to that. How do you feel? What does that mean now? Does that mean you go throw your scale away? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it just means you have some boundaries around it. Maybe now you only get on it once a month or once every two weeks, or maybe you do need to take it to a friend's and say, you know, I just need... I just need a clean slate for a month, two months. You know, I, I actually had some clients do that. They all just went and took their scale. I don't even remember where they all did it, but they didn't throw them away, but they took them somewhere for a certain period of time so that they could just get their minds right again. And it was after that story. They all knew, whoa, okay, that's not cool. That something is not healthy with how I'm, I'm going about my health. Something is not healthy about my mindset. So for you, that may just mean some boundaries or this may be all you needed to now when you do get on the scale as often as you do, have a little bit more perspective and a little bit of a better picture about what's going on in your body because maybe you just didn't know. We don't know what we don't know, right? That's why I just wanted to bring awareness because there are some people that I don't care what I say, they're not getting rid of their scale and that's okay. I'm not saying you need to. What I am saying is be honest with yourself so that we can get off the emotional roller coaster and we can just spend our time doing what we need to ultimately be doing, which is just getting healthier without those numbers dictating our worth and our value because it's just not accurate. I hope that was helpful today. Please share this podcast with a friend. Help me spread this message. This is really, really, really important that women understand. I want you to have freedom. I want you to have freedom. I want your friends to have freedom. I want women in general to have freedom and understand what's actually happening so that they can feel great about continuing because when we bounce from one program to the next because it's quote not working because those stinking numbers are going up then we don't see progress and then we get discouraged and then we just back off completely until the very next wave of something comes along and we jump on it again this is an important component so i don't want to pretend that it's not here when it is it's ever present in most of our bathrooms so just be honest with yourself put boundaries in place if you need to and at the very bare minimum understand every time you get on there's a there's several things at play here i only pulled out 3 but there are several things at play here i would also encourage you take pictures and measure those are my two favorite things to have clients do 
take pictures and measure because those measurements don't lie. And the pictures don't either if you're in the right lighting at the same distance from the camera and wearing the same thing or preferably wearing something like, um, you know, biker shorts or something uh, maybe light colored leggings and a sports bra, especially if this is just for you because that way you can really, really see those changes happening. Okay, that's it for the day. Please, please share. Thank you so much for being here. It always means more than I can possibly express and I will see you next time.